Welcome to episode 99 oh. of Kapowcast. 99. Man, we're getting up there. That's fun to say. <laughs> we're going to have our centennial soon. Yes. Uh, joining me today is Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. From the Jean, uh, from Jean-Paul Van Damcast. How's that going? Very well. You're still doing that? Believe it or not, <laughs> we're almost out of movies. We're at like 2013 right now in his filmography. Now, have, have you given thought to my idea of doing a Nicolas Cage-centric... <laughs> Cage cast? Uh, uncaged with Nick Cage. <laughs> we've we've uh, thought about that. We thought about doing a Dolph Lundgren cast. We've also... I just dropped my cap. <laughs> no! Uh, go ahead. Uh, Steven Seagal cast. We tried to interview him, but he kept trying to touch my leg. Um... I believe Dolph Lundgren's going to be in the new Aquaman movie. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. He looks like uh, he could, A merman? Yeah, he looks like he's from Atlantis. Um, I didn't know, but you haven't seen Justice League yet, have you? I have not. At the moment of this recording, yes. of this show, that will go up in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I plan on seeing it like later today, so we'll see. We will see. Yep. I hope you like it. Did you like Thor Ragnarok? I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Very enjoyable. I loved the cast. I even liked, um, what's her name, uh, as Hela. Um, Kate Blanchett? Yeah, Clay- Kate Blanchett. I'm not a big fan of her normally, mm-hmm. but I thought she was just really nailed the role in that. Uh, ooh, I had a burp. It almost <laughs> came from my nose. Got verklempt. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the show me and uh, John did talking about Ragnarok. I did not. I don't. I That's don't, good. I hate podcasts. Thanks for the support. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we talked about it, and we talked about how every actor and character in that movie is a scene stealer. Yeah, like they really there's, are. I cannot pick out a weak point in that weak character in that movie at all. Yeah, me either. It was Just directed uh, very well, directed, expertly done. I'd say. Yeah, I don't get it. What's with uh, New Zealand and uh, having good directors come from it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. And I think it's weird because there's those directors that, like, kind of do a film for Marvel. They're, like, one and done, mm-hmm. and they're gone. And then there's other directors that, like, do it, and then they, like, get in, like, Marvel's good graces. Mm-hmm. And you kind of expect to see them back, like the Russo brothers, um, James Gunn. So I, I, th- I feel like Teka Waititi is the next one that's, like, in their good graces, and he's just he pretty much has a job for life now. Yeah. I, I hope so. I hope he gets plenty of work. But I feel he's very talented. Mm-hmm. It's it's really weird too because you think about it like um, there's not many of those directors that are actually like full blown in their good graces. Yeah, yeah. Many of them switch around, and I think they're tending to go for lesser known guys that they can just really sink their hooks into. Yeah, that they can. I don't want to say micromanage, but just ones that really do not have any room to disagree with them at all. <laughs> exactly. Like, you look at um, the uh, the whole, like, Han Solo fiasco yeah. for Star Wars. Like, the they had the directors that did, uh, uh, I can't remember their names, but they did, like, the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. And they, like, felt like they were big enough to just kind of go and do their own thing. And I think mm-hmm. it's maintaining uh, a sense of dominance. Yeah. But I then agree. again, they went and they got Ron Howard, who he probably could have went and just did his own thing if he really wanted to. Yeah, that's but he true. he's so like buddy buddy with Kathleen Kennedy and that whole group. It was once again, it was somebody that they probably knew they could. I don't want to say control, 
But someone they knew would stay on the same page. Yes, that they wouldn't have conflicting ideologies. There you go. We'll say that. (laughs) Good way to put it. Yeah. But I'm glad you liked Thor. I'm very interested to see what you'll think of Justice League. Um, I've heard heard mixed things. You know, the weird thing is, is it's not as divisive as people are saying, because as I said last week when uh, me and Tony reviewed it, when we were doing it at the Rotten Tomato score, I know. Oh, there's that big conspiracy theory. Around well, there's that, that yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, was, it has like a forty-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, well, but the audience score was like an eighty-five percent. Well, I mean, what do you, what do I don't understand what people expect from superhero ensemble films? Like, I'm really, I mean. Granted, we've kind of had the bar raised since like the first Avengers. Continuously, or, yeah. It's been lowered a couple times too, but <laughs> well, you got to have that knock back down reality yeah, every once true. in a while. Um, but I, I, uh, I, I'll, I won't say like anything I thought about it. I don't want to give you any expectations. I know that. What's up with uh, Henry Cavill's uh, invisible mustache? Like, what is he? At? Why did he have a mustache like CG removed or something? Yeah, because he was uh, when they did the reshoots, he was filming Mission Impossible, the and new he, Mission Impossible, and movie, he had a mustache, and he and he couldn't shave it. They wouldn't let him shave it. Uh, the people That's doing Mission so Impossible, ridiculous. So they had to CGI it out, <laughs> and it looks really weird. It looks. There's definitely parts where you like you, you try to unsee it. I mean, like I guess if you can see it in motion, I've only seen stills, and the stills look bad. But these are just. Actual it's, frames. It's pretty representative. Of, <laughs> oh no! Of how it, it looks. Why didn't um, they just have Superman st- have a mustache the entire time? CG on a mustache for the rest of the scenes. Would have been easier. I would have. He would have looked like uh, Omni Man. Give from, him a mullet. Uh, yeah. Oh, even better. Hell yeah! It looked like Tony Stark from the nineties. Yeah. I'd watch that. I'm already watching it. <laughs> right Up in, in the my noodle. own brain. <laughs> um. What else has been going on? <laughs> not much. Been, you know, it's been really weird past few months. Like, not a lot's been going on. Yeah. Punisher came out. Punisher came out, it. still haven't watched it. I heard it wasn't violent enough. Really? Yeah, I heard that. Uh, well, I mean, they go through his origin and everything, and apparently there's a, there's too much plot development for some people. Some people have complained that there's not enough of him just going through rooms and blowing people's brains out, <laughs> which I could understand. So you you... You know what's funny is with stuff like that, you're never going to please everybody. There's always the people, like, if you do the other way, there's always people who be like, oh, I wish there was more character development. You're yeah. just shooting people up, and then you got what you got, and then people are like, ah, oh, there's not enough shooting people. <laughs> I've always found the Punisher to never really be in need of character development. Yeah, he's, like... Uh, he's gloriously one-dimensional after his origin. He's just this character. He's a one-man wrecking crew, you know, killing machine, remorseless... Um, and that's really all there is to it. Punisher never really did much for me. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I used to enjoy the Punisher mainly because of the Dolph Lundgren movie. And then like, I enjoyed the Thomas Jane movie. A lot of people didn't. I actually did like that. Had, well, I mean, loved uh, his fight scene with Kevin Nash in that. Yeah. As the Russian. That was phenomenal. The weird, uh, the weird way he killed, uh, uh, John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. That was really weird. <laughs> the ending was very bizarre. And then we got Punisher Warzone. Which was hilarious. Which it was is yeah. It was uh, it was like a sla- it was like slapstick. 
It was uh, almost. Yeah, it was. It was like R-rated Batman versus or Batman and Robin. Yeah, it really was. Like the one part where the with the parkour Jamaicans and the one got shot with <laughs> with, with a rocket, rocket launcher. Yeah, with a Mid rocket flip. launcher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it depends on who's writing them. Like. I don't know. I always liked Garth Ennis's run with like Punisher Max and Marvel Knights. Punisher was really good. Uh, food for thought. If you guys did a, a podcast dedicated to Dolph Lundgren, you could we could do a crossover episode. Oh, with that'd Punisher. be good. Yep. Oh, that'd be fun. I uh, interesting bit of uh, info. I've actually never seen that version. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's pure '80s action ridiculousness. Cheese. Yeah. I think they they do pretty well with the character considering it was made in the 80s and mm-hmm. nobody gave a shit about comic, you know, anything. St- yeah. And the Punisher wasn't a well-known guy at the time. I thought they stuck pretty close, closer than some other movies have. Maybe one of these days I'll, I'll sit down and try to watch the Punisher show, but I still haven't watched the second season of Daredevil or me either. Uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, I watched, Defenders. Uh, I watched I most of Luke Cage. Luke Cage I enjoyed. It's actually, uh, actually has, I've seen it has like really good reviews. I just, Mm -hmm. it's just very hard for me to get into TV shows. I can understand that. I don't have the attention span. (laughs) I really don't. Like even Stranger Things, which I enjoy a lot, I have to take breaks from it. Mm -hmm. I can't, I just can't binge watch. I, yeah, I don't understand. Like probably like the most I can maybe do is maybe like, it was depending on the length of the episode, Mm -hmm. maybe three, four episodes. Cause that's. Probably around the length of your average movie. Yeah. I think we've been conditioned pretty well. So, but anything like, even that at that point, like, I'm going to start picking up my phone mm-hmm. and looking at Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's why, that's also why I don't like uh, getting movies from like Redbox that I haven't seen. Yeah, I agree. I really don't like having a set time in which to watch a film. Like, I don't like renting movies. I like, even with Amazon Video, mm-hmm. I hate that 48 hours. I'm like, oh, God, you know. Well, like, and two, like, especially when it's a movie you haven't seen, like, I like, it's much easier to go to the movies and watch a movie that you haven't seen because mm-hmm. then you're obligated to not take off your phone, take out your phone unless you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and then you have to kind of pay attention. Um, but, like, when it's something, like, if it's, and, like, even if it's the movie at first isn't holding your attention, you still have to pay attention because... What else are you going to do? Yeah. If you're at home and it's not grabbing your attention, you're just like, oh, I'll just you know, I'm grab my phone. Or just pause it and take a dump and yeah. forget you had it on. And or I've gone to the bathroom while it's playing and forget <laughs> I have it on. But, oh, that was a weird, weird. Yeah, we went on a bit of a tangent it, there. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't have a lot of fodder for this episode, <laughs> so that'll have to do. Uh, speaking of watching things we haven't seen before, that's kind of a good segue. I liked it. Not really. Uh, We watched, finally, the DC animated film Batman vs. Two-Face, the 1960s-inspired film, the sequel to Batman Return of the Cape Crusader, um, which was a a runaway hit in my mind. Yes. (laughs) I think, well, it inspired a sequel, so obviously it did well. Yeah. I mean, they announced the sequel pretty much almost instantaneously. Yeah. Must have generated a lot of buzz. Oh, it was so fantastic. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but this one we have, once again, Burt Ward, Adam West are back in their respective roles, along with uh, Julie Newmar. Is that what I said? Yep. Yeah. Um, but we have a return, or not a returning, but a debuting William Shatner as the 1960s Two-Face, which we never got to see in the show. Nope. 
So this is actually really awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool, like, alternate universe type thing. Like, it would have been good casting if he wasn't, I believe he was busy doing uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek at probably the time, at the time, yeah. yeah. But that, look, like, looking at it, like, that would have been really perfect. Yeah, it's it's great having them both interact with each other because they're, like, two of the hammiest actors mm-hmm. in the history of anything ever. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Um, but, uh... I actually picked this up back in October, believe it or not. And you and I yep. hadn't, I hadn't, <laughs> I just did not have, like, and you can look at our, our episode posts and see exactly how busy, because there's from like September to like a couple weeks ago, there wasn't a single episode. Yep. Uh, we were just so busy and I just never had a chance to sit down and watch it. And finally, finally had the chance. So I had Jeff come join me for it and we watched it and cuddled. We cuddled and, and we had a a baby. A baby. <laughs> we had a we had a baby. We had a beautiful baby. But more importantly, we had a, a good time. Yeah, I was dying. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It was, you know, it had a lot to live up to. Yeah, I don't think it disappointed at all. No, no, I was. Uh, I'd say it was definitely up there with the first one. Like the dialogue was just as cheesy and nonsensical. The jokes were ridiculous. The acting. Oh my god, the acting. That's it. At least as amped up as the uh, first one. Um, I, I think it, it's a it's a little bit below the first one for me. I could see um, that. Just because the first one, it did have that evil Adam West Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just so fucking hard to top. Yeah, and plus the first one was, uh, I mean, it set the bar. It really did. Yeah. Um, this, you know, unfortunately, Adam West's last turn. Yes. Very sad. I'm very happy that he was able to have one last triumphant run as the Caped Crusader. Or was it? <laughs> um, upon watching, because when you start watching this, um, there's a lot of, I feel a lot of groundwork placed mm-hmm. for where they would go with a third one. Yeah. We actually get uh, introduced to a 1960s Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Uh-huh. Um, also, there is, uh, they have a, uh, What's her name? In a cat catwoman costume, Lee Merriweather. Lee Merriweather does a voice, and she uh, she's a uh, what is it? She a uh, district attorney or something? Yeah, something like that. She gets uh, bamboozled by Catwoman. <laughs> and Catwoman takes her clothes and she puts her clothes on her Catwoman's clothes on her, and she looks in the mirror. She's like, "Oh, this is perfect." Yeah. And I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm "Like, is that the other Catwoman?" <laughs> One of three. And if you go back and listen. Mm-hmm. To our Cape Crusader uh, review, I had mentioned how I that was one of the things I wanted to see. I wanted to see them acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that there was multiple different Catwomans, and they did a fan. They they did it. They did, did it. it. But um, to add on that, IGN talked with uh, Burt Ward at Comic Con this past summer after Adam West had died, and they it was after they did a screening of this, and they had asked him. Uh, you know, about the movie and he had made a, he makes a mention about how, uh, it might not be the last one. Oh, I hope that's the case. I hope this becomes like a, what that means as far as the Batman character. I don't know if they had already recorded other lines for a new one or oh, that'd be even better. I wouldn't, I mean, if they replaced him, as long as it's lovingly done, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I don't have anybody in mind that would have to replace them. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, the ones, uh, like, the person they had to re- replace the Joker I enjoyed. 
The Riddler is probably my favorite voice actor. That's a replacement. <laughs> that's he's really good. <laughs> the the writing and dialogue in these is just so baffling. It like, is so, like it's it's it really like it's everything that you. I mean, it's even more ridiculous than the original 1960s TV show and movie. It's is, it's ridiculous, but it's not. Would you say it's over the top or it's over the top, but it's um, well done. Like it's it's done in a way that it's almost. I wouldn't call it self parody, but it's definitely self aware. Yeah, it pokes fun at itself constantly, which is. But with love, yeah, exactly. It it doesn't do it in a way where it's it's not mockingly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, parody with love. Yep, I guess you could say you could. Yes, it's it's an homage as opposed to uh, a parody. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's just words like, are hard. <laughs> they are. Uh, if only we had the writing staff for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the whole plot of the movie is is pretty bizarre. Uh, it opens yes. up uh, with Batman and, and Robin and uh, Harvey Dent in a lab with Dr. Hugo Strange. Yes. Who looks the exact same. Yeah, I was like, that's probably Hugo Strange, isn't it? Um, and he has created a device that will extract the evil <laughs> out of Gotham's criminals. A perfectly plausible oh, yeah. uh, thing. <laughs> It was very uh, Silver Age, very um, much like the TV show. Needless to say, things would go awry. The machine explodes, thus creating Two Face, yep. and he pumps out that name really quick. Yep, he immediately knew his identity after that. Uh, I love the way he's drawn too, because he looks like, he looks very much like William Shatner did as Captain Kirk in the uh, Star Trek animated yeah. series. You're right, he does. Well, yeah, it's. it's Gosh, it's a, it's a beautiful what if. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the opening credits are like a montage of them pursuing Two Face and capturing him and all these different yeah, scenarios. That, was, that I found to be odd. Like them uh, capturing the, the movie basically starts after they've already cured him. Yeah, which is really very strange approach. And very mm-hmm. str- I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I expected whatsoever. I think the first one had some moments, or had a, a bit of that to it too, where it wasn't what I expected. Like when yeah. I watched it, like I didn't know like the whole thing about Batman turning evil uh-huh. and stuff like that, and all the different Batmans in the city. Um, <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned, I think I did enjoy the first one more. <laughs> not to say that this one's bad. No, not at all. It's definitely up there with it. I think, but uh, a worthy sequel. There's a, after Harvey gets, you know, cured, he gets a job as the assistant to, to the, the assistant, assistant of the district attorney. I almost said the regional manager. Yeah, the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> I think it's the first office reference on this show. <laughs> that's, that's surprising. It that's is. kind of baffling. Yeah. Um, and then there's other, these, uh, some other crimes start to happen with like King Tut. That was great. And uh, what was the other one? Bookworm. Yeah. Bookworm, I had totally forgotten about him. Uh, and uh, there's, there's funny. It's funny because there's this kind of underlining jealousy with Robin <laughs> and Harvey with Robin for Harvey Dent because 
he thinks that Harvey Dent's like Bruce Wayne's best friend. Yep. He'll do anything for him, and uh, it's it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it is very bizarre. I don't know. The, they definitely. Uh, I don't know. It was a very strange undercurrent in that. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's just where our mind goes. Yeah, but who knows? It was a more innocent time. Yeah. That was back in the day when a millionaire could adopt a boy a and put him boy. in leggings <laughs> and, and a Speedo and, and little elf boots, and nobody would bat an eye to it. <laughs> oh, thank God. It's Batman and the boy one. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing weird no. going on there. <laughs> Why would you suspect something like that? They're just hanging out in the bad cave. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was uh, enjoyable. I think I enjoyed it a lot more because I had tried watching it beforehand, and uh, this goes back to that whole attention span thing. Yeah. I found myself like doing other things, but like... When you're watching something with someone, I feel like it uh, makes it easier to focus on what you're watching. Yeah. Because you're both... Also, I get so much joy out of you enjoying it. <laughs> like Vicarious enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look at you and I go, I remember when I was happy. <laughs> oh. Um, but not to mention, like, the, we, we keep ca- talking about the writing in this and some of the lines in it. Oh, the lines, yeah. Every, like, <laughs> when uh, Harvey Dent mentioned his... Uh, he his charity that he was raising money for. Oh, the, what was it? The, 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 the oh god, the charity for disadvantaged fraternal twins. twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So oddly specific. <laughs> yes. Um. And then he lived on like two two or the his hideout was on like two 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 Gemini Street and. This little funny, yeah, funny the, wordplay all over the place. Well, all these all these crimes are happening, and, and it was like, yeah, the one was on a double decker bus, and there was one that was on a uh, what kind of plane was it? Yeah, it was a biplane that was stolen. Yeah. Everything starts to relate to two, and they're like, well, shit, this must be Harvey <laughs> Dent or Two Face. But they're like, well, Two Face is cured. Um, turns out that he can like flip Two Face on and off like a switch, which looked really gross because like his one side of his face started bubbling green. Yeah. It was like it would just like manifest. <laughs> I loved William Shatner's Two Face voice. It was just how I would imagine a nineteen sixties Two Face voice would be like. It was, just, it was perfect. It really, it was like a time capsule or something. It was. It was. It was. You like you said. It was like an, an Elseworld. Yeah, it really is scenario. And uh, that's one of the things where, like, after watching it, I'm like, and seeing some of the stuff in there, I'm like, man, I would like to see them do other modern Batman characters. In, like, that 1960s oh, hell yeah. format, like, to see how they are interpreted. I'd, like, I'd love to see Bane. They can make him, like, <laughs> El Santo or something. Yes. That would actually be really good. Yeah, that'd be really cool. There's oh. a lot of cool characters you could do that with. Um, even, like, uh, they could do, like, a Scarface. Yeah. Or, uh... He's, like, he he's cut from the cloth right there. Yeah. He's... <laughs> and, they like I said, they already kind of touched on, like, a Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. That'd be a weird, uh looking 60s version. Yeah, I wonder if they'd use the original concept art. Oh, yeah, because she did look very 1960s. Yeah. That would be the perfect so opportunity like, mm-hmm. to finally do that. Um, but uh, I think I think it was uh, it was good. Yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, it, was, it wasn't as uh, 
I felt like, sounds weird to say. I felt like the Return of the Cape Crusader was a little bit more layered, or yeah. I don't know if that's the term I want to use. I mean, yeah, the plot in a really bizarre way was very. You could call it meta, or it was a self-analysis of the Batman mythos mm-hmm. through the lens of the 1960s. Because it had all those callbacks. Yeah, and then there was homage. Yeah, there was homages to like uh, Frank Miller and The Dark Knight Returns, and there's a for um, I think there was a Dark Knight one in there. Yeah. So, but this was like it was much more self-contained. Didn't have a lot of that stuff in it. No. It had plenty of uh, the silliness and zaniness. That you'd come to love. Yes. It wasn't... Um, I would say... It, I don't know if it was because this was the sequel and that we kind of expect the amount of hilarity that surprised mm-hmm. us so much in the yeah, first that, one. Yeah, I think that's that might be it, too. Like, when we saw that first one, I don't think we expected it to be as, as you said, meta. Yeah. Or as, like campy and like self goofy as mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be like I didn't expect it to be like that me and either. then uh, I, I thought it was I wouldn't call it a cash in but just you know something that would have been I don't know like I was expecting a parody or just something silly and zany yeah but it, and it was silly and zany but it, it had a lot more depth than I yeah. would have expected and I could see the sequel have you could say that the sequel had less depth and uh, self exploration as opposed to the first one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't have the line, somebody slipped me a Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> but it did have, oh my God. I think, was the line of the movie was uh, <laughs> Robin saying, what was it? Look at the size yeah. of those balls. Look at the size of those balls. And they're on a giant billiards <laughs> table. I'm like, oh, wow. And like, it's one of those things where you like, you know what they were doing. Yep. <laughs> it was very evident. There are a couple... Yeah, that was ridiculous. Was it a, <laughs> was it King Tut or Bookworm that called them the those crusted Cape Crusaders? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think he called the Cape Curmudgeons or something like that. There was a lot of weird <laughs> stuff like that, like words that I like. I need to like whip out a dictionary and like <laughs> be a thesaurus. And we got to hear uh, Batman tell Robin to go to his room. It was the really dramatic. Looking. It was really <laughs> go to your room. I am going to say something to you that I haven't <laughs> yes. had to say in a long time. <laughs> go to your room. <laughs> and I don't know if it was uh, like you said, like we had seen the first one. So we were kind of used to this world already. But like the voices weren't as noticeably like jarring at first as they were. Yeah. In the first one, like in the first one, I remember watching it thinking like, oh, man, they all sound really old. Yeah. Uh, this one I was already used to it, like so. I was, it was easy, like I settled into it like right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Catwoman still. Um, she sounds still sounds pretty yeah, ancient. Yeah, she sounds like an old lady. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it, it gives me very mixed feelings. <laughs> In the pantaloons. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that the movie. Uh, I wouldn't say it was carried, but I think it was brought up to the same caliber almost as the first, just because of William Shatner and his it, yeah. Shatnerian acting in it. Like he definitely used some he's the Shatner pauses yes, quite a bit. Those those ever so easily parodied <laughs> Shatner pauses. You know what they are. Yeah. And there's there's definitely more gun play in this one than in uh the first Batman movie. Like Two Face is the only Villain so far that really, yeah, he mainly just uses guns. Like, he's a mm-hmm. Tommy gun in the montage, and he had two revolvers after that. And I was like, holy shit, he's just shooting at them. Like, <laughs> he's playing for fucking yeah. keeps, man. <laughs> they, 
They got to use the bat shield too. That made me really happy. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good time. <laughs> uh, there wasn't yeah, there wasn't as many crazy bat gadgets. No, as the first one, <laughs> no, there wasn't. Still though, like such an enjoyable romp. Like, oh yeah, I loved it. You know, I was sitting there watching, and I, I pretty sure I said this last time, and I'm going to say it again. Like, it's just so great to see that area of Batman. Uh, Accepted. Yep, having light shined on it. Having instead it's, of it just being, oh, it's the campy Batman. Yeah, we want our grim and gritty. Being so appreciated. Yeah, I mean, um, just be, yeah, exactly. Being accepted as part of a big part of what makes Batman a household name today. Yes, I mean, you talk to a lot of people, um, and not just like older, you know, mm-hmm. people in like their fifties and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people that was still their first representation of Batman, because that show was on reruns. Yep, that was what I grew up with. That was the first Batman uh, I grew up with, watching it on Nick at Night. Yeah. I remember seeing the uh, the movie. They would play the movie mm-hmm. on TV, and I thought it was the fucking coolest thing, <laughs> because, well, there's Joker, Penguin, Riddler, yep. Cap- all in the same thing. He has to fight them all at once. This is fantastic. <laughs> and he had to get rid of a bomb, too. <laughs> Some days you just can't, though. You can't. Um, I think, too, uh, if they do decide to make a third one, whether or not how they do it, I don't know. I think it's about time you give Batgirl some love. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. It sucks that uh, Yvonne Craig died before they could have put her in one of the movies. Yeah. But I think think it would be good to – it would be cool to see her – uh, done in that animation style. Yeah. And see the, what uh, they would do with that character. With a motorcycle with a lace skirt on it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I I would be so up for that. 110%. What was that where they're, like, put in, like, a human knot? Where it was Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. They're all entangled where their arms were. Did you ever see that episode? It doesn't it ring a bell. Really I have weird. I have the entire series on Blu-ray. It just looks like a weird sex position, like some <laughs> Kama Sutra thing. You can look up a gif of it sometime. Yeah, they were tied up in a quote unquote human knot. It just, yeah, it just looks like I don't a know if I want to type in those names in human <laughs> knot. Just put it on GIF, turn off safe search. <laughs> good to go. It's nothing weird will pop up. <laughs> oh, something's gonna pop up. <laughs> um <laughs> How did you feel about the whole, uh, now keep in mind, I have not read a lot of like golden silver age Batman stuff, Mm -hmm. like a lot of that early and the stuff in the sixties. So I don't know like if it was a a representation of how Two-Face was in the comic books. I don't know if he could turn it on and off like that ever. Yeah. That's a spoiler alert, by the way. Um, yeah. (laughs) But kind of, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but he can just turn it on and off, and it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Like you said, like his face bubbles. and um, It's very, very much Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I thought it was a cool take on the character. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there watching it. Like I said, I haven't read like any 60s Batman comics or anything like that. So I'm like, is this how he was? Cause I don't think so. I, don't rem- I'm, I mean, I would be pretty sure at some point, they had his character do that mm-hmm. because he's this character's been around for decades. So yeah. It's just a natural progression, I'd imagine, of a dualistic character where they, oh, he's he, you know, he's cured, but oh wait, he's not, you know. Um and it's, it's they kind of built on that whole duality thing too, where he's like switching back and forth, not physically, but 
vocally from uh-huh. Harvey Dent to Two Face, and it was it's very it's <laughs> very strange, but very cool. Like it, I can imagine it was probably pretty fun for William Shatner yeah. to to do that. Yeah, to do. Uh, he hasn't done much voice acting except for when he's. I mean, he voiced Captain Kirk in Futurama, and he voiced Captain Kirk in the animated, you know, the Star Trek yeah. animated series. But I can't he, really think of very much that he's done voice work wise other than that. He hey, he did good. Yeah. Oh yeah, he knocked it out of the park. Um and another kind of spoiler alert. During the climax of the movie, Two Face becomes one face. <laughs> it looks really weird. Like he gets rid of like the heart like the, the evil Harvey Dent or evil Two Face side takes over. And suddenly his whole face looks like Two-Face, and, and it just looks so suit, fucking weird. His whole suit turns purple. Yeah, whole, I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, he looked really weird because he still had, like, the lips that were, like, pointed they, they downward in the middle. So it just looked like you took, like... An a, hourglass on the... Like, it yeah. like a side profile. Like, like, uh, yeah, it looked like you split his face in half and did, like, the mirror image thing yeah. on a computer or something. It looked really strange. And uh, he also kind of looked like the Green Goblin or something. Oh, he did. You're right. It was strange. His uh, his big plan in it is to basically create a... I don't know why every one of these movies, the whole city has to become a character. Because <laughs> the whole city becomes yeah. two faces, basically. Yeah, he used two-faced evil gas to make everyone two-face. Which, for some reason, affects a movie at a drive-in yeah, movie. Yeah, that was the best part. The drive-in movie, and he sprays it over, and the people on the, <laughs> the movie screen turn into two-faces, too. I don't know how that works. My <laughs> favorite was the two people, that the guy and the girl that were kissing. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> the, the smoke goes by, and they're just like, holding each other, laughing maniacally. I also liked how that one lady, Shih Tzu, turned into a two-faced dog, too. And <laughs> there was two two-faced nuns, and there was... A lot to laugh at in this film. Always is. Yes. I very much hope a sequel gets made. I know. I, I, I'm trying to think in my brain, like, how could they do this? Do they have, like, uh, like some scrap stuff of Adam West they could just, like, piece together yeah. like, vocally? Like, I don't know. That would, that would work for William Shatner because of the way he talks, but I don't know if it would work for Adam West. Yeah. Um, technology's wonderful, though. Yeah, it's true. Like, who knows what they can do? They have all that... Uh, Voice acting that he's done as uh, Mayor West. Yeah, Mayor West, and he's in the Fairly Odd Parents. He's been in a lot of cartoons, actually. Uh, Batman animated series. Yep, the Grey Ghost. Yeah, um, he's made the rounds. He has. I, I would love to see another one, and it's it sucks that he had to die before they could do because mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind that they probably would have already announced another one at this point. Yeah, if he hadn't, just because these have been so well received, if you would have told me. A few years ago, that 1960s animated Batman movie <laughs> would be more well received than something that was somewhat based off of the animated series, yeah, like one, Batman Harley Quinn. Which, yeah, that movie got a lot of flack. Oh, people fucking hate that movie. <laughs> we all loved it. I don't know. I mean, at least I loved it. Like, I yeah. I liked it just fine. Like, I know it was a. Uh, I mean, it was pure fan service and just. Uh, a labor of love from them the entire time. Mm-hmm. It was just everyone having fun, and I could, you know, if you just appreciate it for what it is, then I don't really understand what the big deal is. Um, th- this was, I think, DC Animation's 31st. Wow. Or 32nd animated film. They've actually recently released a DC uh, animation, Warner Brothers animation, uh, collector set 
Yeah. Of all the movies. How much is that? It is a fuck ton. <laughs> I can imagine. It's probably like 300 uh, bucks or something. I'm going to look it up here. It's probably more than 300 actually. I, I would guess 350 Are we just playing prices right? Yeah. Sweet. 50 American. 390 Because it's, um, it's their big 10th anniversary set. Uh, two, what'd you say it was? 350 Sorry if this was prices right, you would have lost. It's uh, <laughs> two hundred fifty regular. Really? Yes. That's not as bad for how many movies? Thirty-one. That's not a bad deal. Is that on? Is that on DVD or Blu-ray? Blu-ray. Wow, that's a really good deal. And uh, this collector set, they come in a sweet book that has awesome art in it, and also comes with a coloring book. <laughs> Hell yeah! So there's that, uh, but I'll. As you can see, they all come in their own little like uh, pages, and so this is every uh, animated film that they've done to, to date. this point. Yep, I don't. Looking at it, I don't know if it includes the uh, the animated '60s stuff. Oh no, that's what I want the most. No, it does not. That's shitty. Is it, so this is all stuff that's kind of in their universe it's uh everything from superman doomsday up to batman and harley quinn so it's not stuff so huh uh-huh. hmm strange but man 10 years that shit's been around yeah 30 movie 30 some odd movies in 10 years that's and we've uh, for the most part enjoyed them i mean honestly like there's maybe five that i didn't like uh for me like the I, gods and monsters one was Still one of the hardest ones to, to get through. I didn't dislike it as much as you did, but uh, I thought, considering the idea behind it, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. I like the shorts, actually, a lot better than the movie itself. Oh, I saw some of those. Those were fucking weird. I like the Harley Quinn one. That was, She was a horrific serial killer. That, like, walked around in her underwear? Yeah. Well, you know, every Harley Quinn does that nowadays. Um, yes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, actually, like I'm looking, I'm, I want to look and see like what's everything that's in this. Okay, here we go. We got uh, Superman, Doomsday, Justice League: The New Frontier, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern: First Flight, Batman: Under the Red Hood, Superman: Batman: Apocalypse, Batman: Year One, Justice League: Doom. Oh, you know what they don't have in here? Hmm. Um, Batman: Gotham Knights. Oh, really? That is not in the set. Oh, that's not a... Uh, is that's, that Warner Brothers Animation? Because that was it a bunch is. of different studios, isn't it? It was, yeah, that, and it was like a, a tie-in kind of to the Dark Knight. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I think it was supposed to be like, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like that. I liked a couple of them, but yeah, I didn't like a lot of them. Because they're all shorts, right? Yes. It was, it was like, it was the same kind of thing they did for the Animatrix, where it was like a weird Matrix tie Yeah. And you like you watch it, and you're just kind of like, "What's going on?" Yeah, it's like, "Yeah, this is different studios being given license to reimagine." And some of them did really cool stuff, and some of the animation was really good. But I don't know. And there's a shit. I mean, I, I can't even get into. It. There's a shit ton of special features on this. Nice. But unfortunately, I already own them most of them, so I won't be picking <laughs> yeah. that up. But uh, if like, you, I mean, if, if you don't have a lot of them, and 
It's I would say it's worth a pickup because mm-hmm. these it's movies deal are fantastic. That amount of DVDs for that amount of money. I mean, because if you figure if you bought them all, they're, they're all uh, I because I looked them up. I was looking up uh, Black Friday to see if I could get some of the ones I don't own. Yeah, and they're all pretty much like ten bucks. How much? How many do you own? I mean, how many do you not own? Um, well, looking at this, actually, uh, on on Black Friday, I just picked up the Wonder Woman one, uh-huh. which was like the third one they did. Have you watched it yet? I've not watched it yet. We should review it. We will. <laughs> uh, I don't have uh, Justice League: New Frontier. Oh, that's really good. I know. I I, I hear love, nothing but good things about it. Love the animation. I want to watch it. I really do. Um, Superman versus the Elite, I think, is another one I don't have. Did we did we watch that? Yes. Okay. Uh, All Star Superman. Oh, that's really have. good too. I watched that. Um, very. It has some of the stranger animation because it's based on Frank Quietly's uh, Superman. He draws a mean Superman too. I think that's it. But yeah, that's that's that might be it. But like I've seen All Star Superman. Yeah, it's good. I really liked it. I love I'd how have, big. Uh, uh, I love how big Superman's underwear is in that. <laughs> and I've seen Superman versus the Elite. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. That wasn't bad either. I like when he just fucking cuts loose. Uh huh. I haven't read the comic it's based on. It's it's a really it's a popular one. What's his name? Uh, the name of the villain in that, um, something black, mm-hmm. the psychic. Yeah. He, he just got brought back on not too long ago, actually. Did he now? Yeah, there's a panel where he uh, freezes Superman while he's shooting heat vision like he's uh, Kylo Ren or something. And then he lights a, <laughs> he lights a cigarette with the frozen heat vision. Which nice. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, Superman was just about to blow his fucking head off with uh, his heat vision there. Like, What's he, what was he going to do? Um, and the, the great thing is, like, even though they're releasing this set, nowhere close to slowing down because they got uh, Batman uh, Gotham by Gaslight coming out. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Have I, you read that? I have not. It's really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and they also have another Suicide Squad one coming out. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. Hopefully it'll have more Joker in it. And I think they're also redoing uh, the death of uh, the death of Superman. Really? Uh, I think from what I've heard, they're going to be doing it. It's going to be kind of like the Dark Knight Returns, where it's going to be two movies. Okay. They're going to do the death of Superman and the rise of the Superman. Oh, I hope they have Henshaw in it. Um, so that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, because I think that was the one of the first. That was the first one was Superman Doomsday, and I remember feeling yeah. a little underwhelmed by it. I was and like, the animation was weird. It was uh, <laughs> it was very Bruce Tim. Yeah, but like to the nth degree, like like those weird Superman creases in his the face. cheekbones. Yeah. Like I understand what he was trying to do, but it just did not. It was not appealing to the eyes. No, it looked very strange. It looked like he constantly had like scratches on his face or it, something. He looked like the crimson chin. Like his chin was even more refrigerator like than uh, if you, if that yeah. is possible. Um, gosh, yeah, it's weird to think that they've had so many of these like ten years, and they've yeah because they've gotten to the point to where they release about three a year. Yeah, I mean, well, so many of them are by different studios. Not uh, different studios, but you know, different teams. Yeah. Uh I love DC animation. Me too. <laughs> and I love I love Batman Two Face. Uh yes. 
Another home run from them. I agree. They've just been knocking them out of the park. I don't know. Right. I still don't know why Marvel isn't hitting that corner of the market. Um, I guess they feel they don't need to. They're like a billion dollar movie studio at this juncture. Yeah, but it's just so strange that they're owned by Disney and they can't release a half decent animated film. Yeah. I can't remember a single good one that they've come out with, but I haven't seen all of them. We used fair. to think Ultimate Avengers was good. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not good at all. It's weird. Like, we went back and watched it, and it was just like, no. Yeah, it was really, ooh. I mean, the animation is okay in it. That's about all I can say for it. It had, like, two good fight scenes. The best one I've seen is Hulk versus. Oh, yeah. Hulk versus Wolverine was really Hulk good. Hulk versus Wolverine, yep. That was and really then, good. And I think most of that had to do with Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's hilarious. Uh, the animation was good in it. Mm-hmm. And it had really good R-rated fight scenes. In it. <laughs> when he need. gets when Deadpool gets his arm cut off and he's trying to put it back together, it's yeah. fucking <laughs> like hilarious. The three yes, <laughs> and the sad thing is that that's only like ten minutes long. Yeah, like it's not very long at all. No, I think it's yeah, it's around there, fifteen minutes ish. Yeah. Um. So uh, on a on a grand on a grand scale of rating, <laughs> what would you rate Batman versus Two Face? I would rate it one point eight faces out of two. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you cleft my brain! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ah, <laughs> uh, well I. <laughs> Would rate it. I think I will go with six and a half sets of big balls <laughs> out of ten. It's a lot of it's a lot of balls. So that would be well, I don't know the logistics of that. It's <laughs> a fair amount. I guess in the end it would be like I don't know, math. <laughs> it would probably involve math. Yeah, well. If only Batman was here with his bat mathematics. Exactly. One thing that I regret the most is that they didn't have a song number for William Shatner. That would have really put the movie up to a perfect score. Speaking of song numbers, can we talk about that end credits, though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both of these movies... They just have that super 60s yeah, cheesy dance inspired yeah. <laughs> like Batman music playing with like the best animation of <laughs> Batman and friends dancing to it, such dances as the Charleston. Yes. The Bat Toozy. Yep. You got to see Alfred doing the Charleston and Oh my gosh. Two Face doing this crazy side by side dance. You I forgot I was watching credits. <laughs> I'm like just I'm entranced. Yeah. I was. It's almost hypnotic. <laughs> it really was. Um, got to see his aunt dance. That was that was great. Got to see Two Face dance yep. too, which was fantastic. Oh man, gosh, God bless the world. How yep. can anybody be angry at the world when you have stuff like this that exists in it? It's such a healing balm for a tortured soul. <laughs> well, I think that's gonna do it <laughs> for this uh, episode. I think we dragged this out long enough. What I do think, you think so as well. <laughs> Uh, be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook at Podcast Twenty Fifteen. We also have a Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Female, f- female, females, females. Where? <laughs> Get them out. What I was trying to say was f- 
feel free to email. <laughs> that was still hard to say. It's alliteration. It is. Feel free to email us at kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. See, you nailed the address, though. I did. That's the important part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the next time we'll be here, it'll be our 100th time doing this. Shit. Can you believe it? I know. Should we get a cake? I think 100 cakes. No, One, 40 cakes. 40 cake? Why 40? Oh, you haven't seen that before? Lex Luthor steals 40 cakes? No. I'll show that to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we'll see you on our, our... Do we want to do anything special? Like, what should we do? We should... Uh, we should probably pine this out. Yeah. I think, I think uh, we should go to Chuck E. Cheese. I've never been. Really? Never. Oh, well, their pizza's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been. I haven't been in a number of years. I lived in a time... sock drawer as a kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I last time I went, they had the Jurassic Park shooting gallery game. So it shows how long it, it's been for me. Sweet. Hell yeah. It's a great game. So we'll we'll start we'll think of something. We'll think of something to do. Uh so until episode one hundred. I am Mike. And I am Jeff. See you next time on podcast. <laughs>
I can't argue that. Can't rip your shit apart. Exactly. <laughs> because I think that they put out such... Unless they were like Thor the Dark World's my favorite Marvel movie. Then I'm like, wait a minute now. You might be... <laughs> you might be wrong. But for the most part, like... Every Marvel movie seems to be just like... And, and honestly, like, I don't know where they're going to go after Infinity War. I think they should just stop. <laughs> just stop while it's great. Well, they're doing Avengers 4 right now, though, so... <laughs> stop while it's great. <laughs> Um, I just don't want to see it. To go, I don't want to see it go bad. That's all. I don't kind of leave the party before the party leaves you. Yes, you 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 leave the scene when you're on top and you're hot. You don't leave when you fucking hit dirt bottom. I mean, you the don't bad wanna, part. Is, I mean, and, and I'm you don't want to be that fucking guy at the party, not guy cr- crying and fucking puking all over yourself. And I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to happen anytime soon, but or that it's not going to happen anytime soon. But it, Marvel has shown no signs of of slowing down. Every time I leave a Marvel movie, I leave with the same thing in my head, going, "Motherfuckers, they've done it again!" <laughs> like I don't know how they keep doing this. And some people say their movies are formulaic, and I'm, you know, I think me and Jeff have talked about it. it's like, yeah, they might be, but it it fucking works. It works, and it's still that. working. You still sit your ass in the seat. It's a, a, Avengers. We're talking three hours. Nobody's up in arms about it. Everybody was up in arms when fucking uh, BBS was two and a half. Yeah. Now it's solid. Like it's like most of the time it's like you're damn close to two and a half with credits and then after credit scenes. Yep. You're sitting at like two and a half, almost two forty. Speaking of after credit scenes, what did you think of the two after credit stingers on? Dude, they were solid. Justice League. They were real solid. The uh, the the Flash Superman race was a good thing to see. Like, oh yeah, that's uh that's one of those um that's one of those strings that's easily pulled with me. Um, a- anything of the Flash racing somebody, like you know the iconic um the iconic cover of Flash Help Me and it's Barry Allen and um oh god I'm drawing a blank right now. Really was. No, oh. Earth 2's... Uh, Grant Gustin? Or, no, that's the actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyways, Earth, Earth 2 Flash. I'm drawing a blank currently. But they're both on the side of a brick wall, and they both say, I'm coming. Well, they did that in the show. And when they did that, I was like... <laughs> when they do, like, the, the call-outs, yeah. Uh, call-outs like that, yeah. So, like, when, they, when, when the race was happening, I was like... That had <laughs> that to me. That scene had like Joss Whedon fingerprints all over it. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I think both of those did actually. Actually, no. Really? The uh, the Zex the uh, the the Lex Luthor Slade one. Somebody actually found an old tweet from Zack Snyder like a year ago uh-huh. or something like that, where he had like it was like you look at it and it's a pencil storyboard of that scene. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, well, props to him. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I thought Slade looked awesome or Deathstroke. Arrows had Deathstroke already, and I thought that Deathstroke was perfection. The suit and everything, a little bulky, you know? But, you know, I was like, man, that's awesome to see in real life. This one blew it out of the fucking water, <laughs> and I feel really bad. I go, oh, man. That's what just happens when you have a movie budget. That's when you have a movie, exactly. I um, hope we get to see more of him as Deathstroke. And I'm glad to see that Lex Luthor didn't get completely cut out of the movie. Yeah. I was I was really happy. I, that was the one thing I read back when and um, said they got comp- completely completed. And I was like, oh, that's, that kind of sucks. Like, I want to know where the hell that character's going. 
He seemed a little bit more uh, dialed back this time around. He yep. seemed a little bit more. He had more of that classic uh, Lex Luthor look, mm-hmm. which is it's just I don't know. It's still weird. It's still. <laughs> it was a little less weird though. And I Maybe think because I, you're getting used to it. Also, he wasn't super quirky. Either. Yeah. Like he wasn't like a was, fucking was, 60s Batman villain. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> stop it. Listen, <laughs> when I rewatched it, I didn't re- like. I remember watching like honest trailers and like they 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 showed they they kept having him do that in it, and I was like, did he really do it that much? And then when I went back and rewatched it, I was yeah, like, oh my god, what it. is that? <laughs> he does it so much when he's throwing those pictures at him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's weird. <laughs> um, but holy crap. Uh, that whole after credit scene, though, uh, A, totally answered my prayers because when they lock him up in Arkham at the end of BVS, I go, come on. Lex Luthor's not staying in Arkham. He's going to escape so easy. Yeah. If Joker Joker can do it. Yeah. (laughs) So he escapes, right? And then you you get the pan behind of of Deathstroke on the boat. And I'm just like, you know, I, I I I don't realize it. At first, I go... And, like, right before it cuts to the, the far away scene, you see the boat, and you see the, the waviness of, like, you know, whatever that is. It's like a bandana. Tassels. Yeah, it's a little tassel deal, and you see, the, like, the outlines of the katanas. I go, is that? And they pan out, and they get to the yacht, and he gets off the boat, and I go, oh, my, oh, my God. And I turn to Janelle, and I go, it's Deathstroke. <laughs> 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 and then you get like the full shot of him, like in, in the in the sleek armor, and then he takes his helmet off, and like it's like straight out of the fucking comic yeah. book, dude. Just like grayish white hair everywhere, the eye patch, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing that they've been pretty good at doing in these movies, uh, with ca- well, not only with casting, but they've done a good job at like keeping those comic book like I love that the end like cyborg like it forms and like he yeah. starts to look more comic accurate and um Mira was really sweet too. Yeah. Like she looked spot on. I mean and I still love that Batman suit. Oh yeah. Um there's still room for improvement on Flash. A little bit. Um, I mean that's like a definite prototype. But like suit. Wonder Woman looks straight out of the comic book. Superman's always you know he looked great. Um I want to see him do the the high neck. Oh the the one that pisses everybody off. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it, it's, 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 it's a far from perfect movie, but it is not a terrible, it's not a bad movie. Oh. It's, it's a very, good fun time. Like it's, it's very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. And I say, get out and support it. If you want this, this series to continue this franchise to continue, because it, it looks rough right now and I don't want it to be, I want it to, to thrive and I want Marvel to have competition because competition makes things better. Yes. And Marvel wants DC to succeed because if DC doesn't succeed, then there's a chance that the whole bottom could fall out on this entire genre. Uh huh. Um, damn it. I was going to say something and I forgot. Well, it's over with now. I'm not going to even try to remember. It's too late. <laughs> um, it's time to rate Justice League, the Justice League movie. Uh, what would what would you like to rate this film? I already know my score. I'm just trying to think of a creative way to put it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I didn't get to today. Well, I would I would like to to rate it a solid uh, seven 
out of 10 CGI'd mustaches. Damn it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 freaky looking Superman faces. It's frightening. I can't, I can't top that. It's dream. It's, it's dream haunting. I didn't think it was that bad. There's some scenes where it was pretty bad. What, what, once again, I was, I was turning my head going, we've had worse. We've had much worse. I will give it 8 out of 10 whiskey chugging competitions. Hmm. Hmm. That was actually one of my favorite scenes, though. <laughs> and walking out of the bar, chugging the whiskey, going into the tidal wave. I uh, I forget what my Thor ranking was. I think it might have been eight out of ten Goldblums. <laughs> because Gold Jeff Goldblum has done. He did a video where he was like rating tattoos. Ta- and the all, tattoo, and yeah. all of them were ten out of ten Goldblums. I'm like, that's a fantastic rating. <laughs> Do you, does anybody know what the exchange rate is on a Goldblum? <laughs> it's priceless. It is. <laughs> so that technically makes Thor like eight out of ten pricelessness. <laughs> Because I've I've stated before, like even though like if I'd given Justice League like eight out of ten CGI'd mustaches, the the exchange rate ratio on those is totally different. <laughs> totally different. It's not the same. I I would say they're both priceless. Which is a which is a nice way of saying that this rating system means nothing. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also. I don't know if anybody noticed, besides, like, two people I talked to, we got cold breath. Yeah, that was the first time we've seen the... Uh, the first got, time we've seen I the I peeked out breath. there. I got really excited. <laughs> no, that was the first time we've seen the freeze breath in, yeah. in any of these movies, which was pretty cool. Like, it didn't register me at first, but then I thought about it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, that's the first time we've seen freeze breath. Yep. We've, that's sweet. We've never seen it before. Wasn't a fan of the Amazonian mid-drift armor. Seemed like a little t- tactical <laughs> faux pas to me. Uh, a tactical fashion faux pas. Call me, you know, a white supremacist if you want to. Whoa. I did not. I didn't even bat an eye at it. I was just kind of like, all right, this this action sequence is really fucking dope. I'm I'm not really paying attention to what they're wearing. It was weird. Like, I knew that that's that was a thing like people were complaining about in the beginning. So when I went and see it, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I understand. Like, they're making Amazonian armor more skimpy, like. And then they started fighting. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no. that is a really bad choice. It's not tactical at all. But also, like Jeff has said in our Wonder Woman review, that they cut off their left boobs. So, well, I mean, we're not going to get it. <laughs> so um, that'll, um, I think that'll do it for our Justice League review. I'm out of here. Two happy, happy fanboys, and and hopeful that this franchise can continue. I think it's also a long time we've had a review where me and you see eye to eye on the movie too. Yeah. I don't think there's been one lately. I'm not going to lie. I saw that you had posted you liked it, and I'm in part of my mindset. I was like, I want to come in and shit all over it. <laughs> but I You're, couldn't do it. You you are a gallon of moose piss. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, who knows when that'll be. <laughs> Hopefully next week. We'll see. I do have the new Batman and Two-Face film. It's in the red box. You know what else I watched? That Russian movie. Oh, I told you already. The Russian movie, The Guardians. Yeah. yeah. You want to see some bad CGI? Go watch that movie. Want <laughs> <laughs> that bad CGI? All right. Be sure to tune in next time. Uh, you can always find us on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, 
whatever happens with that. You can also find <laughs> us on Facebook at Kapowcast2015. We're on Twitter at Kapowcast, Instagram. Uh, join us next time for episode 99 as we make the slow and daunting climb of the Everest <laughs> that is episode 100. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm Tony. Toodles. <laughs>